and welcome back to another episode of Coral Cast. Today we're going to be talking about early access games, or in typical games that have not yet been officially released, but you can still access them and play them if you pay it or go to their website and download it or whatever. So obviously you can see a lot of early access games on Steam with PC games, and you don't really see early access games on console just because such a small amount of games actually do make it onto consoles, while opposed to PC where really anyone that wants to make a game, they can and distribute it to the public, whether that be paid or free to download from a website. But this was first seen on a big scale with actually Mojang when they released Minecraft back when it was back in its early development stages. Oh, wow. You were able Minecraft. you were able to buy it for I think about ten USD and you could create an account, keep it, and then you would get free updates whenever they did update it. And it's been like this only increasing in price over the years as the game just got bigger and bigger and bigger in both content and its popularity. Another example of community-reached early access games was Steam Greenlight, which has recently been shutting down, apparently. But although it was a bit of a shaky system, it was pretty useful, where you have you throw a bunch of early access games onto the Greenlight, and then you have a bunch of people play them and vote them whether they want to buy it or not. And if you get enough votes, you might catch the ear of Steam, and they might finish the game and sell it. Though I think some of the issues that came up with the Greenlight, and the reason why it's currently failing is because there were quite a few games which stayed in early access for forever. Ark. Yeah. (laughs) And actually on the topic of Ark, now, another sort of bad thing that's come with this early access game is that while it has been in early access for a very long time and they have expressed that it will be staying like this despite all the content that they have been continuously putting into it, However, they came out with paid DLC, and many people were extremely mad at this because DLC is usually something we associate with a finished game after it's been out for anywhere from a few months to a few years, that there would be new content for us to buy and download, or even just download, to give us more content for a game that we loved. However, being that it is an early access game, many people thought of this as just a quick cash grab for uh, Wildcard Studios. Though not necessarily to fund their game. Ark is very popular. A lot of people play it, a lot of people buy it. I'm sure that they have plenty of money to finish the game. They just seem to be focusing more on creating more features and new this and new that. But they aren't focusing on optimizing the game, which is what many people need. Because people with lower-end computers, such as myself, can hardly play it. And even people that have high-quality computers, as myself, are usually unable to run the game at max settings unless they've literally spent over a few thousand dollars on just maxing out their computer with all the the top-of-the-line parts that they could possibly get their hands on. And even then, you may be prone to lag spikes. So, an incomplete game for sure. I think they, they're they probably stalling for time, or maybe it might never be finished. Who knows? 
But another issue with early access that ARC brings up, actually, is how early access affects sales. Because if you have a game in early access and people love the demo so much, and they might actually get stuck on the demo, and then when the actual game gets released, they tank in sales because, well, I have the demo, why would I buy another game? And Or maybe they might play the game until they're sick of it, and they won't want to buy the original once it's released. So... Money-wise, it does not always seem like the best option. That was like what I was thinking of in terms of example of Yandere Simulator, where this game was released a year ago, and it is still not near... I mean, there's a lot of new features added, but it's still not near completion. I think the uh, producer said it wasn't going to be completed until like 2019. And I feel like at that point, people are going to be continuously playing this game for like three years, and by the time the actual completed game is out, they're going to be like, I just spent the last three years playing this game oh, well, I don't need to get the completed version because I've already played it, essentially. At least it will be done before ARC. A. <laughs> <laughs> so would you guys, in terms of game enjoyment, would you guys prefer to have early access or just wait for a completed game? Now, one game that I actually did play and that I actually did buy and play while it was in early access and still have and still very much enjoy is a, a roguelike game called Nuclear Throne. When this game was first uh, first released, like the whole point of the game now is to reach the final boss of a single run called the Nuclear Throne. If you beat it in a certain way, you can loop and start back at the first level and keep going like that. However, in the early stages of this game, there literally was not a throne. What would happen is that you would go to... The final level at the time, which was 7-2, you'd beat that level, and then you'd loop back to 1-1. And then from there, keep doing that. (laughs) Another thing is, with early access, that means that the game isn't complete, and glitches aren't always worked out, or things totally completed storyline-wise, and then you frustrate your audience... So you so that might come down to people getting frustrated about the throne and they associate the game with that one instance where they got set back and had so much progress and it was so unsatisfying then that alone might discourage them from getting the game. Possibly. This whole brings on the the argument of are early access games are they okay? Are they good or are they bad? Are they detrimental to money, or they can certainly help small people get money and then finish their game, but what about all the games where money isn't a problem? Now, with that whole issue based on money, I would consider that it's more wise, both from a consumer view and from the people actually creating the game, is to not release a game with early access that people can buy so then that money from people buying this early still in development build will let you finish the game it would be much better to release the game in early access for probably a more reduced price than it would be if it were a full release game because then people would be like hey I got a good deal on this game when it was in development and I got to experience all this cool thing and i gotta experience all these cool things whether stuff was added or taken out or nerfed or buffed they got to experience it from the beginning while instead if that were to happen 
and the person needed the funding from people buying the early access game to finish the game, it might never be finished. Also, survival games. I don't know if any of you have noticed, but there seems to be a pretty big correlation between survival games and early access. A few that I can name off of my head are Ark, Rust, Subnautica, Day Z, Day Z, or Day Z, all kinds of survival games. Minecraft, or yes, even like you said, Subnautica. That does seem to be true, but then again, with games like that, aren't they all really? I mean, even if it is officially released, they're still in progress because because games like that that are all based around survival and gathering resources, game creators can always find a way to continuously expand it and add new resources, new items, and new ways to do things. So really, a game like that could never really be 100% complete unless unless the creators of it deemed that we don't have any more ideas, we think it's perfectly fine the way it is. Well, a finished game is one where they have most of the bugs worked out, and it's a well, generally playable game. Well, that's Look it. at Minecraft. Is my, what version is Minecraft in now? Uh, 1.11? 1.11.2. 1. 1. 1. 11. Oh. 0.2, yeah. But that's that's above 1.0. That's uh, more yeah, they didn't, complete Yeah, game. they didn't go to 2.0. They were like, no, screw the rules. 1.10 and 1.11. I don't think they want to reach 2. They can just keep on adding stuff on. We're going to have 1.100 eventually. It's sort of like how Half-Life doesn't have a Half-Life 3. It's the exact same magic playing. Valve plus. So, all in all, early access games, they can be good or bad. At the same time, they could be good for being able to finish a game, although that's not necessarily the smartest idea. But at the same time, it can also really help get a game going. Because with releasing a game in development... You can not only bring in a lot of players that are interested in this game and want to see it progress, they may also want to help it progress, whether that be creating community mods or wanting to work with the developers or even just pledging money towards it so that the developers can keep developing this game. This was Coralcast 11. See you next time.